0: For a retirement that maximizes your portfolio, your social security, avoids unnecessary risks, and protects you from pitfalls, and frankly lets you retire and keeps the nest egg working, you need a retirement partner. You need someone looking out for your best interest and building a plan for you based on your situation. You need Financial Safari's Kevin Frisbee, 800-998-5649, Kevin Frisbee at 800-998-5649.
1: This episode of Financial Safari is brought to you by Kevin Frisbee and Frisbee and Associates. For all your retirement needs.
2: Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruda or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.
3: Thinking about retirement? On today's show, we've got some keys that could lead you to the contentment you're looking for in your golden years.
4: Welcome in, everybody. This is Financial Safari with Kevin Frisbee. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Kevin is uh, president of Frisbee & Associates, wrote a great book called uh, Every Dime Every Day. I want to call it a bestseller, Kevin. That's all there is to it.
3: (laughs) I'll listen to you. Whatever you want to call it, it is what
4: it is, right? (laughs) It is what it is. It's a great little book. There's no question about that. Hey, how are things otherwise?
3: I'm I'm great. Happy happy weekend. Always look forward to the shows and uh, we always have a lot to discuss.
4: Yeah, absolutely. And and um yeah, this one is great. I, I I like these kind of secrets and they're not really secrets, but they're just some some good common sense things about getting to retirement and getting there in a happy place because that's what we want retirement to be. We want to be happy, right? That's
3: true. And uh, you know, when you look at what what is a what is a happy retirement? Right? Everybody's got a different definition. Some people want to go fishing in Moosehead, and that's that's their happy place, and that's perfectly fine if that's your thing. Some people want to travel to Europe and travel the world when when we are able to again. And so, you know, if that's your happy place, great. You know, God God be with you, and, and hopefully you can uh, do that and, and do what you want to do. But it's all about having the choices that you have kind of saved up and worked for, and now you can execute uh, some of those. Things that you want to do.
4: Well, that's really what it is too, and and it's about lifestyle and, and trying to maintain that lifestyle. But it, you know, we can say it's not all about money, and it isn't. But we've got to have enough money to make those things happen.
3: You know, this is kind of like a, a conversation piece that I have a, a lot with people. It seems lately, and money isn't everything, right? That's that's right. the bottom line. But you you need money to do certain things. And so money shouldn't be the basis of making you happy. You know, let's let's face it, money's money can take some of the pressure off and some, you know, make life a little bit easier in certain ways. But at the end of the day, you can have a lot of money and, and not be a happy person. I mean, it's, I have I've seen it many times with people. It, it really gets down to who are you surrounding yourself with? Are you surrounding with you know self, yourself with people that you wanna be around? Are you do you wanna be around family members and friends and, and maybe grandchildren? Is that you know what your happy space is? If not, why not is the question, I guess. Sure.
4: And about trying to find that place. And, but it, to me, it, it does come back to, you know, we spent all our life saving and so let's make the most of it. Let's, let's create that happy place. And that's something that you can help us do when, you know, we put that plan together to make it last, uh, to, to give us the kind of income that we need in retirement.
3: You know what? I, I've got four clients uh, that we're processing death claims on right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, and unfortunate, but that's just the nat- nature of my business because most of our clients are above 55 years old. So when you look at that, and I have the vantage point, Steve, of, of sitting back and watching the families, and some of them, a couple of the guys were 63 years old and abruptly passed away, uh, you know, but by, by uh, health condition circumstances out of the blue. And I watch this and I say, man, this person was only 63. Imagine how much, you know, if they live to 80, 82, 83, which, which is the normal life expectancy, how much time did they lose and, and not be able to spend with the surviving spouse and whoever it was that they were spending you know, time with? Sure. And then I think to myself, then I see some other people working themselves to the grave, and you know, to 70, 75 years old, and, and they really trying to dig in as many hours as you can. You know, from my vantage point, younger and healthier I've've preached it I've said it I get on my soapbox and get get you know talk about this if you have the means the ability financially to retire at a younger age I will tell you you need to do it and if, if you need to find something to stay busy fine. But at the end of the day, go build that quality of life because nobody knows and you don't know how much time you have in front of you.
4: Right. Well, it does. I mean, health is another big issue and not not just health care costs, but just being healthy in general is, again, part of the overall plan of
3: you know just being active. It it should be part of the overall plan. I, I was talking to a client, uh, I don't know, a couple of days ago now and talking about health and I said, and she was recently retired like six months ago. I said, well, what are you doing? She says, "Well, I, I build my schedule, and I have to do this on purpose. I have to go, and I, I do my walk in the morning, and I, I I do a little bit of gym time, and and then I, I have time that I, I do certain things around the house. She had a regiment every single day scheduled out so that she could follow along. Because listen, you work for thirty to forty or fifty years sometimes, whether it be for yourself or for another company, and you have a schedule, a regiment schedule, and your your body gets you, and when your mind gets used to that, right? Mm-hmm. the 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 worst thing somebody could do is not stay busy." period. I mean your your mind will start to shut your body down quicker than you can flip a flip a coin. And I'm telling you right now, I've seen it all the time where people they basically mentally give up on life and they if they're hanging around in front of a television, they're not going to be here long. I can promise you that. I've seen it many times. So the key is like this client of mine, I love that because she's she's on purpose building a schedule to keep her mentally and physically occupied.
4: Well, and yeah, absolutely. And it's so important to be able to do that. And, you know, we talk about the go-go years, the slow go and the no-go years, but I mean, in the go-go years, we'll go. <laughs> you know what I mean? And if you're younger, then all the
3: better. I, I just had another guy in here saying, hey, you know, Kev, I'm going to retire in the next four years. He's he's going to be 58 in July. He says, I'm going to retire at 62. Here's my plan. He's single, by the way. Here's my plan. I'm going to go to Croatia. I'm a sailboat guy. I'm going to go to Croatia and I'm going to go to Greece and I'm going to spend 30 or $40,000 a year for the first four, five, six years of my retirement because that's what this 401k money's for. That's what I want to do. And I want to enjoy myself because I'm going to be younger and I want to do it now when I know hopefully that I can do that.
4: Sure. Well, and again, another big part of this too is relationships and and we have to be, you know, we have to, we're social creatures, and, and we need that interaction. I think a lot of us do.
3: We definitely do. And if you're, maybe you have kids and grandkids you want to spend more time with and they live afar. Well, now how do you build something where budget wise, you can do that and make that work and also time wise, getting down and maybe hanging around and maybe taking care of the grandkids a little bit and doing, doing whatever you want to do, right? Build that in your schedule Yep. and that, get that social piece of it. Like you say, Steve. Maybe you have a group of friends and you have, you know, I don't know what you do. Maybe you have a golf league and you're staying active. I, I see that all the time. You go to the golf clubs, right? And I go play some around of golf and a lot of uh, gray haired people around. And I love that because at the end of the day, they're, they're out there. They're, they're, you know, enjoying the fresh main air. They're, they're doing their thing. and, and it, But it's more for the social aspect of it.
4: Well, and I think so too, whether you're just, uh, you know, hitting some balls on the, on the driving range or, or just hanging out.
3: Yep. Yeah. Just ha- like I said, it, it's, a, it's a more of a social thing than and obviously if you're out there in a fresh air and, and uh, doing some some sort of sport, you're, you're active as well. So it's got, I guess, a double benefit to that. But but again, if you're not doing that stuff and whatever you have an interest in, it doesn't have to be sports, but just find an interest in something to be around people to have that social aspect. I, I think you're personally missing out. Do you
4: Do you have that conversation with people?
3: I do, you know what? I I do because I want my clients to stick around. You know, I, I don't like processing death claims, frankly, and I just don't like it, and I don't like having those conversations. With you know the surviving family members and whoever's left, that you know where do we where do we put the money? So I want just people to pay attention. I don't maybe necessarily say to somebody direct like you got to be doing this. That's that's not my approach at all. Right. But I will say hey, you know I, I have this client that has this situation. I have that client that's doing this to kind of tell a couple stories like I'm doing here today to make people think about hey other people are doing things. Maybe I should start to look into doing some things. So I'm not going to directly uh, you know come at people like that, but I do want people to start thinking about if I don't see um, them doing things like that. Sure.
4: And, you know, we talk about finding your purpose, and I think that that's a very important part of retirement as well. Like you were just talking about the woman who's got this regimented, uh, you know, part of her day where she gets up and exercises and walks and does that stuff. That becomes your purpose, or at least part of it. And I think for a lot of people in retirement, I've known a couple people that I, I really respect, that they have really found their niche but it didn't happen until they were in retirement, but they couldn't be happier.
3: And that's it. Maybe it's running for local politics. Maybe you jump on the school board and run for that. Maybe you get involved with some of the local charities and you know, there's baseball leagues and, and you know, kids leagues and, and things like that that you can if whatever your interest is is the key, right? Find yeah. find what you have a passion to, to, to wanna help and then go find a place to to park yourself and, and do some good things. I, you know, I look at myself and think, what would I do if I retired? Time-wise, right? Well, I mean, I love coaching. I used to love coaching baseball. I, I coached through the the leagues. We just sponsored a couple uh, uh, teams here in the Lewiston uh, Elliot uh, leagues again this year, and I'm I'm grateful to be able to help the, some of these kids do things like that. So I could see myself maybe being an assistant coach again and do do, do something like that. Yeah. but but that would be my passion, right? And and so whatever that passion is that you have, go find somewhere to input yourself to give some of the tools and resources that you have from life experiences.
4: Well, that's, what's really important, I think, to share that. And, you know, again, I've certainly had occasion to think about, okay, what am I going to do? And that's exactly what my thought was, is to, you know, maybe go out there and teach, you know, I'm a, I'm a longtime broadcaster, you know, all of that sort of thing. And I, I think I do have something I could give back.
3: And maybe you could write a book, Steve. Uh, I mean, well, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> you know?
4: Well, I think people do that, too. They sit down, and, they, and the, the, that's a discipline thing, though. I, and you <laughs> certainly know that firsthand.
3: <laughs> I, I, I had a great editor that dragged me across the finish line. I, it is <laughs> tremendous discipline to write a book. I promise you that. Yeah.
4: Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, that's, uh, you know sometimes you just got to get up and, and start banging stuff out. And where does it come from?
3: Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, as I said, I, I told my wife when I first started writing a book. If, so if is listening out there, you want to write a book. It, it was the beginning of 2017. And I said to my wife, if I don't start writing it, because I wanted to write it for like 10 years. If I don't start it now, because I've been procrastinating, I'll never start it. So I started and I started writing things down and starting putting an outline together. right? But but that to that point, it was a matter of me making a decision that I'm going to stop procrastinating of, of writing that book that I wanted to write, which sure. is now you see every dime every day. And, but I still needed somebody to come in to assist me. And I, I say, drag me across the finish line. That was almost true to the, to the point.
1: Like, yeah.
4: Absolutely. Well, folks, again, you know, these are the kinds of conversations that you have every day with folks, isn't it? I mean, this kind of thing, it's not always about nuts and bolts and dollars and cents.
3: It's not. And you know what I love? People come in and say, I heard you on, on the radio or I saw you on television. And then we finish a, a, a conversation, an appointment, they're like, Man, it's just like I expected. And I'm I'm grateful that it's exactly like I had hoped for in this conversation today. Sure. And so yeah, we're going to kick a lot of ideas around. We're not just going to talk dollars and cents, although that's important. We're going to talk life and lifestyle and uh you know, some days I'm a marriage counselor, some days I'm I'm a, a soundboard. Uh you know, I'm here for my client's benefit in in whatever way they need.
4: And that, that's a very unique I mean, that's really your purpose. I mean, you know, you've already found it fortunately.
3: I fortunately have, Steve, and I I consider this my calling. I really do, and and for a lot of reasons. I'm I'm helping a lot of people out here.
4: Absolutely. Well, folks, if you'd like some help, if you'd like to sit down, just have that kind of conversation with
3: Kevin, go ahead and give him a call right now. Great idea, Steve. For the next 10 callers who will call in today, we're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. This review is a $499 value. We're going to give it out absolutely free and complimentary with no obligation to the next 10 callers. In short, we'll help you take the guesswork out of financial planning. For the next 10 callers, a comprehensive financial review that is a $499 value that we're going to give away complimentary with no obligation.
4: Hey folks, here it is. This is a great way to to be able to begin the conversation, begin the process of putting together a financial roadmap. Let Kevin take a lot of that complex financial world, break it down, make it easy to understand. It's your chance to get a true practical financial review. And it starts with a phone call, 800-998-5649. The next 10 callers right now, get that comprehensive financial review. You see where you are today, but more importantly, you end up with that roadmap that can help get you to where you you need to be when it comes to retirement 800-998-5649 800-998-5649
3: maxing out our retirement savings investing strategically and claiming social security all things to consider as we get close to retirement there's one big planning mistake you have to avoid details when we come right back
0: how's the market doing it's fine How's the market doing now? The same as it was five seconds ago. Stop worrying about market volatility. A good retirement plan will keep you from panicking when and if there's ever a panic, even during a correction or a mild recession. Get that solid retirement plan with lifetime income and protection from pitfalls. Get in touch with Financial Safari's Kevin Frisbee, 800-998-5649, 800-998-5649. You're listening to the Financial Safari News Network.
5: When it comes to mapping out a financial future, most people seem to know exactly and specifically where they're going. In general terms, they may know what they want. They want freedom, independence, and leisure time. But when you ask them to color in the details and explain exactly how much income they expect to have coming in each month during their retirement and exactly where that money will come from, they can't tell you. And yet, if asked, would you like to have a guaranteed income in retirement, the resounding reply from most people would be yes. The fact is, safe growth through guaranteed income is not only possible, it's absolutely necessary for your retirement plan. The game of Advance and Protect wins the Super Bowl, and Coach Pete applies it to the game of retirement, where you must win in regulation time. Now, Core Money and Explore Money are the twin engines that drive the advance and protect strategy. Core Money being your protected wealth and Explore Money venturing out in search of optimum returns. Together, they make a winning combination.
4: on financial safari with kevin frisbee i'm consumer advocate steve Sadal. kevin uh, author of the book every dime every day president of frisbee and associates got a great team of folks there and uh, you know this is a <laughs> you talk about one big mistake or blunder whatever you want to call it and that's taxes i mean we'll just cut to the chase and and um that's something i think it's on everybody's mind certainly it, it it's there and it's very real and we need to be aware of how to
3: deal with taxes in retirement it, it's on everybody's mind now, and uh, I, I can tell you right now, the calls that we get, I, I'm on the Howie Car show as, as well, as you know, so yes. I've had many conversations. I just had a, a brand new uh, client on board calling from West Palm Beach, Florida, and he and he calls me up, and we, we have a great conversation, a, a, a phone consultation, and he says, listen, Kev, I heard you on Howie Car, I'm concerned about taxes. You talk about Roth conversions. What are you talking about? What does that mean? And we walk through his situation of how to start converting Roth monies into uh, I'm sorry uh, traditional IRA monies into Roth monies, and he was able to do about twenty thousand dollars a year. This is just a, a week ago, he's able to do twenty thousand a year and bleed out all of that money, and he's only sixty four years old, so he's got time to bleed that money out and get it to a Roth as, as fast as he can and minimize the taxes. His point was, he says, "Kev, I'm in West Palm Beach, Florida." He says, "You know, you're in Maine, uh, you're know, in New England for that ma- for that matter." And he's originally from Massachusetts. W- w- how do we do this? I said, "Easy. We're doing a conference call." I actually have a place in Florida. If you wanted to drive three hours over to the West Coast maybe we could do that, but we don't need to do that. Send me your statement. Let me do the x-ray on it, the analysis. I'll, I'll reach back out to you. We have another conference call and simple we can do by email and uh, and, and phone and and get his stuff rolled over. And he was working with a company and his, to his point, he was saying, hey, I'm working with, I'll tell you who it is, Fidelity. He was using a Fidelity uh, uh, custodian. He says, they just don't talk about this stuff. To to me when I'm when I'm talking on the phone, I said, "Well, a lot of brokerage houses don't. They just really care about managing money. They don't talk about the the other things that are I think are critically important to bring to the conversation." So, at the end of the day, again, that's one case that many many times I've had many conversations over the last many months of people worried about the tax rates going higher, how to minimize taxes in retirement, and the one blunder, as I mentioned in the beginning, right, is people not even considering. The, the, the potential of taxes and how that eats into their take-home pay.
4: Oh my gosh. Well, yeah. I mean, you, you help us set up an income in retirement. And the last thing we want is for that to get eaten away by, by taxes. And you know, even Social Security, that is something that gets taxed. There's no two ways about it.
3: That, that's right. So when they first set up taxes on Social Security in 1983, it was never designed, number one, to be taxed. But when they set it up, they set it up with the income levels as of 1983, they'd never had inflation built into those numbers of what the tax amounts are in Social Security. So now, almost everybody I come across is paying taxes on Social Security. Almost everybody, because you you kind of got inflated into that uh, number. And and now that again, I think they did it by design back in, in in you know forty forty almost forty years ago now. So the point is, when somebody comes in and say, "Hey, Kev, I need six thousand dollars a month to to live and 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 run a household," I said, "Well, no, you need seven thousand dollars a month." No, we we calculated everything. We need six. I said you haven't calculated taxes into the mix, and oh, eyes light up. Yep, we have to recalculate. We re, re, uh, readjust now. Now it's a different number: seven thousand versus six thousand, or five thousand versus four. Whatever that That's number a big is, number. It is a big difference, right? You have to calculate the income tax. Uh, and, and now, what do you need? You need a bigger gain or a better gain on your money to be able to make up for that to maintain your account values.
4: One of the things that working with you, I mean, you're a fiduciary, you're an independent, uh, you know, those, and you've got a lot of experience, but again, working with someone like you to mitigate taxes, to keep them at a minimum. I mean,
3: we're going to pay what we owe. That's not the issue, but there's no reason to pay more than what we owe. And and just be smart about it. I mean, we can look 10 and 15 years and 20 years out, right? And say, all right, we have a tax plan going forward, meaning you've got now a Roth conversion strategy for the next 20 years. To, to make sure that when you pass away, let's say you live another 20 years, your kids and grandkids aren't burdened with the tax. Because now with the Secure Act 2.1, 2.0, the first one to pass right in 2020, yes, yep. there's a 2.0 or 2.2 2.0, there yeah, right, right now. Right, exactly. But but to that point, your kids and grandkids or whoever you leave the, those IRA monies to are going to be burdened even more than you. Because if they're at their peak earnings, let's say you pass away and your, your kids are in their forties or fifties, that's the peak earnings years. They have to take your IRA monies, pre-tax monies out over a 10-year period, add it to the ring, their household income, and they're probably at peak earnings, add that money to the now that they're, they're in an elevated tax on their money and yours. So there's a lot of reasons to look at minimizing taxes, and it could be a generational thing.
4: Well, exactly. And that's why the, the Roth conversions are such a big deal right now, because that I mean that's always going to be tax-free. And if you're going to pass on you know money you know to the next generation that's really the safest and and the most effective way to do it without
3: burdening them and and here's here's how you look at this so if you're a single person like this this guy in uh, in Florida that I was talking to yeah. a, about a week ago if if you're his household income is about $36,000 with his pensions and social security i said all right you can go up to about $53,000 as a single filer and that's the very top of the 12% bracket so I said, you got a window, right? dollars $17,000, $19,000 in that range, $18,000, $19,000 that we can convert every single year, assuming your income stays the same. The time we convert is going to be in the fall. We're going to do it in October, November when you have a better handle on making sure your income is going to be stable for the year. Because if something happens, you come into some money, that changes the, f- the formula, right? That changes the mix. So We want to do it later in the year. If you're a married couple, the top of the 12% bracket is about $115,000 give or take a few bucks. That's before the standard deductions, before anything else. So if you're at that level, and let's say you have a household income at retirement of 60,000 or, or 70,000, whatever that number might be, that means you have a window of 40 or 50 or maybe even $60,000 that you can convert. Pay the known 12%. They'll never be less than 12% in your lifetime. I promise you it's going to be probably 18% soon down the road on that bracket. But pay the known taxes now, get it done with, and then convert to the Roth and have no tax forever in a day.
4: And, you know, you talked about the uh, Secure Act 2.0 and, and the upping the age of RMDs, it's 72 now, and they're talking about ultimately making it 75, but it, but that's going to be sort of staggered in. What are your thoughts on that?
3: I'm a fan. Uh, I'm a fan for the purpose it gives people a uh, choice. And so, you know, when they, uh, RMD, Required Minimum Distribution, is basically taking people's choices away and forcing them to take money out of an account that they might or might not want to do. And so by giving people, extending it to 75, I'm a fan because it gives people a better choice, longer choice. But what, on the flip side of that, right, is by by keeping it longer, by not taking the money out, by keeping it longer in a, in a retirement chassis, you, you're you risking more leaving, leaving more behind to your, your beneficiaries, right? By not taking it out. Mm-hmm. And so it's going to be a bigger burden on your beneficiaries if you don't put the right strategy in place.
4: Right, and, and but again, but those are the kinds of things you're you're on top of that you're you're on the front end of that and can anticipate those changes. In other words, you're being proactive, not reactive.
3: Absolutely, and we're watching the the, the changes right now with the Secure Act 2.0 being pushed through the uh, Congress uh, floor right now, and it it's going it's to pass. There's no doubt about it. So I would tell people too we we put a a stop on the automatic distributions in our office right now because. A lot of our clients don't want to take them. I said we're going to put a stop on them uh, right now because this year it's, it looks like it's going to seventy five, and they're going to make it retro for this year.
4: Oh wow! Okay, so but again, isn't it going to be like staggered? Like it's going to go to seventy three and then seventy something or other? Yeah,
3: yeah. However, they put the rules out, but I still yeah. wanted to make sure my clients didn't have to take the money if they weren't in that bracket of of being staggered, like you say. So sure. we'll we'll readjust those people uh, towards the end of the year as we need to.
4: That's great that you're already uh, that you're already. Really, looking that far ahead—that's that's uh, that's fantastic.
3: Yeah, I I put my office staff. I said, pull everybody in this age bracket, and uh, as far as their data, let's let's be proactive about that. Our clients love that. I I mean, we're we're very proactive about things like this.
4: Well, and one of the things that we talk about, or that you talk about, and the you know regular investment income, and we're talking about as it relates to taxes, and that can be a a factor as well.
3: Yeah, and and the other thing is, if if you're younger than let's say sixty-five and not on Medicare yet. Uh, a lot of conversations I have is if you're pulling money from retirement accounts and add that to maybe social security if you're collecting already, maybe a pension. I just had a guy uh, come in, him and his wife come in, um, both retired uh, from the Rumford area, worked in a paper mill up there. And so he said, listen, I, I had to knock down my income level, but what I was taking from my retirement accounts from my other advisor broker, because he didn't advise me. And I went over that sixty-eight in, in 68,000, 69,000 mark Couple of years ago, and I had to pay almost twenty thousand dollars back in a lump sum because I crossed the Obamacare health health uh, the 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 uh, subsidy level. I said, "Well, that wouldn't have happened here because we talk about that all all the time." And, and so you got to be careful with that. Uh, and by the way, that cliff here is is gone away. They actually have changed that. So if you're now taking money out, it's phased if you go over, and not a cliff to pay it all back. But the point is, the other broker hadn't even brought it up, wow. and so he didn't care. Just hey, you, you want this? Let's, let's, hey, I'm going to get that in your account. Fine. Uh, and it hurt him by $20,000, which is why he was looking for another advisor. Sure.
4: Well, folks, I, I, here's the thing. If you're looking for someone to, to sort of walk you through the process, taxes are such a big part of retirement and retirement income planning. And I know that you're not a CPA, Kevin, but you certainly work in concert with several, I know.
3: Yeah, we have uh, some relationships that we do a lot of referrals to CPAs. And yes, I'm not a CPA or a tax expert. However, um, we have conversations all the time. I'm not an attorney either, but we have estate planning attorneys that we have great relationships with that we can get people's concerns and questions answered for sure.
4: All right. Well, I mean, again, so Frisbee and Associates, pretty much a one-stop shop is what I'm getting at.
3: I, uh, you know, I don't want to necessarily say one-stop shop, but we cover a lot of ground. How's yeah. that? All, uh, right, fair an enough. all right.
4: I like it. So folks, again, if you'd like to have that conversation, I would say now is a great time to give Kevin
3: a call. Great idea, Steve. For the next 10 people who call us right now, We're going to offer a complimentary financial review of your entire financial and retirement plan. There is no cost for this visit. It's simply a chance for you to get an education about your money so that you can make the best decisions for yourself moving forward. We found that most people don't have a true understanding of three basic things. They don't know how much money they're paying in fees and commissions. They don't know how much unnecessary risk they're taking with their nest eggs. And they don't understand the tax implications of their retirement savings. We will sit down with you and help you understand all of those issues. Many of our radio listeners who go through this process eventually become clients, but others don't. This process isn't designed to turn every listener into a client. It's just an extension of the education that we try to offer on the show. But we can't give specific advice for your unique situation on the radio, so this is an opportunity for you to get answers to some of your specific questions or maybe even answers to some questions that you didn't even know you needed to be asking. If you call right now and you're one of the next 10 callers, Not only will you get a financial review and second opinion package worth $499, but when you come in, you also get a copy of this brand new, hot-off-the-press special report that Coach Pete just released for radio listeners only. It's called the Retirement Alpha. It's a nine-page special report about building a solid retirement in a zero-interest environment. Now keep in mind, folks, the review alone is worth $499, but this report is invaluable and could save you hundreds or even thousands of dollars in taxes through retirement. So for the next 10 callers, we'll make some time in our calendar to visit with you and give you this complimentary financial roadmap.
4: Hey, folks, here it is. This is a great way to be able to really get that financial roadmap put together. All the things we've been talking about, I mean, taxes in and of itself, big discussion, and that's one that that the folks at Frisbee and Associates can help you with. Take that complex financial world, turn it into something that really just makes sense. It's a chance to get a true practical financial review. It starts with that phone call, 800-998-5649. Ten calls right now gets that comprehensive financial review, plus all the extras that Kevin just described the portfolio x-ray, the the social security analysis, all of that, no cost, no obligation. And then when you walk out, you'll have in your hand that roadmap, that guide that can really help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-998-5649. Again, 800-998-5649.
3: Annuities can be a valuable tool in your retirement arsenal if you choose wisely and use them the right way. When we come back, five things you need to know about annuities to avoid a potentially expensive mistake.
0: Money or not so funny money? This time we're talking about funny money. We're spotlighting three somewhat instant millionaires. The land he owned made rancher Oscar Stoller an instant millionaire. In 2008, the drilling on his North Dakota farm finally hit crude oil.
2: Black gold, Texas tea.
0: Stoller still prefers his old truck and farm cap, but nonetheless, he's a millionaire. Combining the words Group and Coupon made a 29-year-old music major a millionaire. Groupon was the brainchild of Andrew Mason. After peaking at $350 million in 2010, the company's been on the decline, but Mason's net worth still hovers around $200 million. Necessity is the mother of invention and apparently flight attendant Sandy Stein lost her keys a lot. She invented accessorized key clasps to help women avoid this fate. Within four months, Finder's key purse reached $1 million in sales. As of 2018, the company has sold $11 million and is worth approximately $25 million. Who knows, maybe that bright idea will come to you or you strike oil in your backyard. In the meantime, stay on track with your retirement plan and life is good. I'm Dave Perkins with Funny Money,
4: back on Financial Safari with Kevin Frisby. I'm consumer advocate Steve Shadal, and we are really having a great discussion today. Last seg- segment, all about taxes and retirement. And this time, we're going to kind of change gears a little bit and talk about annuities. And I know that, you know, as you said, it's a, it's an important and can be a powerful tool in the retirement toolbox. Not for everybody, I know. But uh, again, the thing of it is, is if you bring up annuities, you're going to get pretty much opposing viewpoints, love or hate. <laughs>
3: Love or hate. And uh, I'm not, I'm not afraid to talk about this uh, segment here. And I think it's important to talk about because a lot of people come into the office with confused uh, questions about what they have or what they were sold. And so I I think it's very important to get an educational section. I'm glad, uh, glad we're talking about this today, Steve.
4: Well, you said it right there, what they've been sold. And that is not something that you do, Kevin. I know is that you don't, you don't sell, you offer solutions. Uh, An annuity to you is just part of a bigger
3: picture. It is. So I, I give an example. One of my favorite, uh, well, let's let's step back for a second. There's there's basically three different types of annuities, all right? In, in a general explanation, there's a fixed annuity. They call them MIGAs, multi-year guaranteed annuities. They have a set interest rate. They're out there to compete with CD accounts. Right now, you can get maybe a five-year fixed annuity for 2.85% or somewhere in that range. And so that's better than you can find in a bank or a credit union. And at the end of the day, there's no fees with those. At the end of the five-year period, whatever the time period you pick, it's you know it's liquid. You turn it over, roll it over, do whatever you want to do. In the middle of uh, of the road of annuities is the fixed indexed annuity, and so this is a fixed product where your principal is guaranteed, but the index is you could tie it to an index in the market and and potentially get some competitive gains if the market goes up. And I say market meaning you can tie it to an S and P 500 or Barclays, a, a Nasdaq, a Dow. Depending on the company, what they have access to. The far right of the table is what I call a variable annuity, and so I will. (laughs) I've had many conversations with people. I'm chuckling because I I have this guy recently. He's a new client, six months, five six months ago, and he comes in, and his name is Claude, and he says, "Kevin, I I listen to your radio show every single weekend. I I make a point if I'm not on the road, I go on the road to, to to listen to your show." And he says, "God, you said one weekend about." This variable annuity, and I went and looked through my thing, and he hit the, he go to my office, he hit my desk. He says, I've got one of those things, and I want to talk to you about it. <laughs> so <laughs> the, the whole point was, I said, all right, Clive, what what do you got here? And we and he pulled it out, we, we called the company, we found out what the fees are. Well, come to find out, and, and here's the thing, you don't see this on your statement, so I would encourage this, call the company directly, not the person that sold you the annuity, and ask these questions. What are your M&E fees, mortality and expense? What are the fund fees? What are the rider charges? What are the riders? What are the, uh, the yearly fee? And if you ask those questions, you're gonna find anywhere from two and a half to four and a half percent in fees built into a variable annuity. Is that expensive? You bet it is. Very expensive when it comes to investments. So why would you put money in a insurance product when you still have market risk that you're paying two and a half to four and a half percent fees doesn't make any sense. The index annuity in the middle is kind of a tool for safety. We look at saying, hey, we can carve off some some money here. The one I prefer right now happens to have a long-term care attachment to it, where it has a doubler effect, where if you have money in that and you have a need for a long-term care uh, situation, it potentially can pay you twice of your monthly income to help pay for care. Very attractive for somebody that might be concerned about long-term care without having to go buy a long-term care policy. You can kind of kill two birds with one stone. So the problem though with annuities is you're giving up liquidity. Most of them are built on a time period where if you needed to access your money early, you're going to have a penalty if you needed to access. Most of them do have penalty-free provisions, but, but again, if If you're looking for liquidity, you want to stay away from an annuity. Okay.
4: And you know they talk about uh, interest rates, withdrawal rates, cap rates. And to me, that just gets really complicated. But I mean, the good news is you can help us navigate that path.
3: Yes. So again, a lot of these uh, annuity products have options that you can tie your money to. And so with interest rates and cap rates and things like that, again, you want to be careful of that because you could buy something that it looks attractive, but all of a sudden you're going to find out you have a cap of 3% a year. Well, that's not an attractive return if you're, if you're indexing to the market and they're going, to, they're going to cap you, meaning the maximum you could get for interest is 3%. So you want to be careful of, of what what you're looking at. Again, stay clear of a variable annuity. If you're going to entertain an index annuity, look at the caps, the spreads, uh, the provisions of the contract. The company is important. There's some companies I would never bring to the table and some that are okay to bring to the table. Um, just You just got to watch out for everything.
4: Well, and and you're an independent organization, so therefore you're not beholden to any one or two companies. I mean, you've got everyone out there that you can that you can deal with.
3: And, and so by by being independent and knowing all the companies' products and, and services out there that they offer in this in this lineup, um, I know some of the the ups and the downs, and that's why I just said some of the companies I would never put business with. Some of the companies are are relative, relatively attractive. So you can look at the financial standings and the insurance company and how long they've been in, in business and how long they've been in the annuity space and all that kind of thing is is, is important. Before I would bring something to the table, I'm going to vet all of that out uh, so my clients don't have to worry about losing their money.
4: So what about what about the bonuses? I mean, I've I've seen a lot of those out there and and that becomes it looks very attractive at times. Yes.
3: Yeah, so the bonuses the insurance companies have as a lure basically to get money in there's always catches to the bonuses. And so if you're going to get a bonus added to your account up front, um, if it's a, ca- a real cash bonus, usually a vesting period of, of that, they put it usually in your account up front, you get a vesting period as long as you don't cash out your account. Um, some of the bonuses are actually uh, what they call income account uh, bonuses. So it's not actual cash that you can take out. It's something that you could take out down the road over time, over like a lifetime. So just, you got to be beware. don't get sold on some of the bonuses um, because they're a number, you know make sure that it's a real bonus with real cash that you can actually get out of the contract at some point.
4: So one of the things that that I, I, I guess you experience is they'll come, people will come to you and they'll say, well I, I got this annuity, I got sold this annuity and it, can you help me out uh, because I, I think a lot of people find themselves in that situation.
3: Yeah so if they're if they're early in the period of time of the annuity, there's going to be pretty hefty, uh, Serena charges to get out of them. Mm-hmm. If you're longer in the period of time, let's say you're a couple, three years from the end point of the maturity date, um, it, it, even if there's a, a penalty to move out, again, sometimes you can look at a, a, a good bonus annuity and offset that penalty to, to get out of that. And if it makes sense to get out of it, I should say. Sure. Um, there's a lot of things. I've, I've, I've got a client, uh, I saw a client recently where uh, this neighbor was trying to talk her out of moving... Um, some money from an account to another account. He was a newly uh, in, insurance guy trying to pitch her and moving some money into, into whatever he had for, for an annuity, I guess. And so I said, Well, you're going to lose the benefit of this money here and growing it as it is. And yeah, I had a vested interest to keep that business, but at the end of the day, it wasn't the right thing for that client. And I, I tried to explain, I said, Listen, here's the deal. He's trying to get you into something and get a commission. He's a new insurance guy. And by the way, if you listen to the show and somebody is insurance only licensed, You know what, you might as well do yourself a favor and turn around and walk away because you know what? It's not the right position. If you're if you're insurance only out there, or working with an insurance only out there person, they cannot be a fiduciary. They cannot work in your best interest, and they, and they most times won't. <laughs>
4: that's what you have to be. That's what you have to worry about, I guess. And and that's where they're selling a product, and not offering a solution.
3: That's the that's my point again. If if you're working with an insurance only, they can't do manage money. They can't do market money. They can't do what's in your best interest. Period. That's the end of the story.
4: And again, with the you talked about a fixed indexed annuity, and and that really kind of is a that's that's a big deal, I think, for a lot of folks because there's there's chance to to have some gain, but you're not going to lose anything.
3: And, and you know what, you're going to get a competitive rate of return. And what's a competitive rate of t- rate of return? Again, the designed for safety. So a competitive rate of return might be five or six percent annually. But if you're getting that potential gain without having any downside, you know, if the market does take off down. It's a good tool to have. So let's say you have a market account, you have money in the market, unless you have one of those index annuity accounts that, you, that is guaranteed safe, you can't go backwards. If the market starts down, you want to take and switch your distributions from the market side to the annuity side, start taking money out of that. because, And then you can let the the market side come back and do its thing. So it gives you a distribution strategy as well. I mean, we're not just using it for safe money. We're using it for strategy purposes here. Again, if it fits, if it fits the situation.
4: Well, this is the, the, the time to have that conversation, Kevin, and, and folks can give you a call, get on your calendar, and really discuss you know, all the aspects that we're talking about here today.
3: That's right, Steve. For the next 10 callers who will call in today, we're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. This review is a $499 value. We're going to give it out absolutely free and complimentary with no obligation to the next 10 callers. What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning by mapping out for you where you are now. We'll also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. We also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. We'll even run a customized income plan for you utilizing proven strategies and techniques which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. In short, we'll help you take the guesswork out of financial planning. For the next 10 callers, a comprehensive financial review that is a $499 value that we're going to give away complimentary with no obligation.
4: Hey, folks, don't miss the opportunity here to really have that conversation, whether it's about annuities, whether it's Social Security, or even Medicare. These are the kinds of things that Kevin and his team can really help make clear and easy to understand. It's a chance for you to get that true, practical financial review and make that phone call. Make it happen. 800-998-5649. Don't procrastinate any longer. Simply make that call. You'll get that comprehensive financial review, including all of the extras that Kevin talked about the the social security analysis, the portfolio analysis. He got an annuity. Kevin can take a look at it, tell you what what it is and maybe what it isn't. 800-998-5649. When you walk out the door, you will then have in your hand this roadmap that we talk about, that guide that can really help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-998-5649. 10 callers right now. 800-998-5649.
3: When we come back, some challenging questions from listeners. We've done our research and have answered right after this.
0: Hey Walter, I hear you need knee surgery. Who's your doctor anyway? Doing it myself, found a great YouTube tutorial. And then there's this. Carl, who's your attorney for your court date? You're looking at him. All those years of watching LA Law gonna finally pay off. Scary, right? So is going it alone with your retirement planning. You need an expert with you. You need Financial Safari's Kevin Frisbee. 800-998-5649. 800-998-5649.
5: Many of us look forward to the day we retire. We look forward to having more time to spend with our families, enjoying every day, and maybe even taking that dream vacation out on the open road. Employee Benefit Research Institute's 25th Annual Retirement Confidence Survey found sadly enough that just 22% of us workers are very confident that we'll have enough money as we head into retirement. Now, statistics like this need to change. Don't let the fear of uncertainty turn your retirement dream into a retirement nightmare. We can help you see how much risk you're taking, those potential red flags that could cause problems for you down the road, such as tax liability, as well as the big one, folks. How much are you paying and fees or commissions with your current plan or advisor? Call Kevin Frisbee at 800-998-5649. Again, that's 800 998 5649.
2: You're listening to the Financial Safari News Network. A
1: 2014 AARP survey found that though the majority, 62%, of Americans over 50 have set aside money for their out of pocket medical expenses, more than half are worried about their ability to afford health care. This is concerning because healthcare will very likely become a significant part of your expenditures when retired. Research shows that Medicare covers only about 60% of healthcare costs for those over 65. One study found that a 65-year-old couple would need an average of 220,000 to cover total healthcare expenses in retirement. Another report put that number as high as 360,000. Those who retire early may spend even more on health care because they are eligible for Medicare. A couple retiring at 62 could be adding an additional $17,000 to their annual budget in insurance and other expenses. Everyone's health care needs are different, which is why it's important to consider how factors like your age, health, and family medical history affect your potential expenses. Fortunately, there are strategies that you can use to help tame health care costs in retirement. Determine whether you are eligible for any employer-sponsored health care benefits once you retire. Any assistance you receive could reduce your out-of-pocket costs and thus the amount you need to save for medical expenses. Retirement health care plan accounts like a retiree health savings plan may be available through your employer and can help provide a tax-advantaged way to save for future health care expenses. A financial professional can help you determine whether this option is available to you and show you how it may fit into your overall retirement strategies.
4: on Financial Safari with Kevin Frisbee. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Kevin is uh, author of a great little book called Every Dime Every Day. Um, he's president of Frisbee and Associates. And Kevin, we haven't talked about uh, any seminars this week, and and uh, because I know you're back in business. You've got some seminars coming up.
3: Yeah, we do. We're back in business, Steve. And uh, we've got a, a round of seminars all through the state. And uh, without going through all the dates, uh, yeah. if anybody wants to call, um, call the office, call the 800 number. We'll get the uh, dates and locations, but we got, I'll tell you, locations going to be Wilton, Farmington area, Auburn, Lewiston area, Saco, uh, Ellsworth, and then circling back up to Lewiston, Auburn. And Sanford, I think we're putting in there as well. So if you're in Southern Maine, uh, reach out to us. We'll get you the dates, locations, and uh, love to see you come out. Yeah. Well, and again, I am i know I'm kind of walking on, on
4: some thin ice here, but we're talking about maybe a, a, a client appreciation event
3: maybe sometime this <laughs> year. Uh, you know, I, I, I've had a lot of clients ask me that recently. And obviously, it's because they love coming out for well, a couple, yeah. s- several years now. I've had the, the problem with the client appreciation banquets, putting them out right now, right now. We have several hundred people show up in each event. Yep. And so and we usually do two uh, in different locations, usually in Bangor Brewer, usually in Lewiston-Auburn. And so we just can't have three three hundred feet, three hundred fifty people right. show up. Right. I've got entertainment lined up. By the way, I've got a good friend of mine who's a um, who's a Nashville uh, guy. He's got uh, he's had three hits, living in Texas now. But I had him scheduled this past June to uh, uh, to come up, and his name is Nestor Andrus A N D R E S S. If you want to look him up on YouTube, he's got a couple hits there, so he's coming to my next event. So we're going to have a music, a country music fest.
4: That's great. That That sounds like fun. You know how it's to make. Of... You know how to have a good time, Kevin. There's no question I, I, about I,
3: that. I, I love to treat my clients. We love to feed people and we love to entertain people. <laughs>
4: exactly. 800-998-5649. That's the number. All right, let's jump into a few of these questions here while we've got time. Emmett is in Lewiston. He says, I've never rebalanced my portfolio. Now, because of this, I'm slowly acquiring more stocks through the years, but I'm making more money. Why does one rebalance other than they can't stomach the risk? Is that the only reason people rebalance?
3: That's a good question. Thanks for writing in, Emmett. Uh, so again, if it sounds like you're doing it yourself. And if you've got non-retirement monies in a portfolio and you continue to add and acquire stocks, maybe sometime it's best to just park it there and, and, and ride the long ro- road. You know, I, Although I had a, a, a person call me recently, had a couple of individual stocks and they they were just asking my opinion because they were doing their own thing. And one of them was Microsoft. And I said, well, Bill and Melinda Gates just announcing their divorce, right? I think, I personally believe Microsoft is going to be negatively affected after they start splitting things up and probably selling up some off. And, and Bill Gates having his ties with Jeff Epstein probably is not going to help Microsoft at the end of the day. So that may be something you want to cash in some of those capital gains. Um, there's a lot of reasons why you want to maybe look at you know repositioning things. But if you're doing the long haul and you're going to keep things here's the problem with the with the potential change in the new tax laws the purpose of not rebalancing is your your beneficiaries would get a step up in cost basis on your non-retirement accounts if you passed away and so if they eliminate that well there's no sense in holding investments let's say for a long haul now you can, you should try to rebalance and be more active in in your management.
4: Okay. All right. Well, that makes sense. 800-998-5649. Emmett, if you want to give Kevin a call. Uh, We've got Craig in Edgecombe and he says, I'm 55 and I've been with the same company about 15 years. I've always had a 401k taking advantage of the match. Now the company is offering a Roth 401k. Should I be contributing to it as well? Are there any disadvantages?
3: Well, it's going to be depending, Craig, on your income, household income level. And depending on how much you put into the Roth 401k versus the, the pre tax 401k. And you look at, as I talked earlier in the show about uh, brackets for uh, singles and couples, go look up the IRS codes and in the, in the tax brackets, figure out where your income level is. And if you're above the 12% bracket, you probably want to put that money into the pre tax 401k. If you're below the 12% bracket on the federal level, you probably want to put all of that money or as much as you can in the 401 or in I'm sorry in a Roth 401k mm-hmm. because you are never going to be in a lower tax bracket than 12. So the next one's 22. So wow. that's how you gauge where you put money and it might be that you just need to make an adjustment right now.
4: Okay. Well, and again, if he says he's taking advantage of the match, obviously you want to keep doing that.
3: Oh, for for sure, but you can still get the match in the Roth option. So again, it, where you put the money the match is one thing, but where you put your money in the Roth or the pre-tax 401k is going to be determined on your, uh, your, your uh, tax bracket.
4: Okay. All right. Fair enough. Um, again, that's 800-998-5649. Sophia uh, is uh, in Corinth. She says, I'm currently uh, 59 years old. I don't have any credit card debt, no children. My house is paid off. My net worth, about 500000 At 62, my pension will be 3000 per month. Social Security, 2000 per month. I estimate my monthly expenses at $1,000 a month, uh, and I'd like to retire at 62. What do you
3: think? Easily. Thanks for writing in, Sophia. I mean, it sounds like obviously you're not a spendthrift person and meaning you're not out there blowing money. And, and the fact that you've saved all this money, everything's paid for, three cats as your kids. Um, yeah. Why not retire? Enjoy what you want to do in your spare time. And the, the, the rule of thumb I build in, as everybody's heard, if they've heard the radio show in the past, is 6% a year withdrawal rate if you're doing 6%, you're in a very conservative position, and you're only taking the interest off of this. Being single and having no real kids and beneficiaries that, that you're listing here, you might be able to bump that to 7 or 8% in withdrawal rates every single year and not have to worry about. But but here's the thing. You're, you're already going to get $3,000 a month for Social Security and pension monies, and your expenses are $1,000 a month. Six percent of five hundred thousand dollars is thirty thousand dollars a year. What are you going to do with the thirty thousand? Right. Maybe we put a plan in place, you know, and, and start spending some money. Sure. I mean, a thousand dollars a month, does that seem low? It seems low to me. It seems low. Yeah, it does seem low. I challenge that, meaning go, go add everything up all the expenses for the house, taxes, insurances, everything you spend money on, groceries. User told, I I don't believe, I, I think $1,000 a month is kind of low.
4: But still, she's going to be okay. I mean, she's doing really well for
3: all things considered, right? I think she's doing great for a yeah. 62-year-old. Yeah, she's got a, a fair amount of money saved up. Uh, good situation, really.
4: Sure. All right, Sophia, 800-998-5649. Florence is in Wilton. She says, my husband wants to borrow $50,000 through a home equity loan to invest in some stock that he hopes will earn 4% we have a 15-year mortgage that we're five years away from paying off. My husband feels like home ownership is a liability and would prefer to sell our house and rent rather than own. Is it a good idea to borrow against our home to invest in stock, or should we invest in real estate? We're both 55, plan to retire at 65.
3: That's an interesting question, Florence. <laughs> Thanks for writing in little little uh... Uh, marriage dynamics here. Yeah, I can I uh, so. sense in the question, right? This is where my marriage. Ca- I got my marriage counselor cap on right now, so yes. it's not just about money at this with this <laughs> with this question. So that there's a difference in in opinion, obviously. And Florence has obviously taken the the safer road, meaning she wants to get out of debt and pay off the house, and doesn't feel like it makes sense to take fifty thousand bucks in home equity to, to, to invest in the stock market. I would agree with that. And and you know what, even with the low interest rate environment, there's no guarantee in the stock market. So you can think that you're gonna get a four percent return, but at the end of the day, what if you took that fifty thousand in and you put it in and all of a sudden that's when the market started down? Now you get five or six years to get back to even. Because this the COVID rebound, by the way, is very unusual. Usually it takes four, five, six years to break even. And you could lose all that time and and uh and again, it's a it's about that, but it's also about peace of mind. I mean, it sounds to me that. She would prefer to retire debt-free and not have to worry about having anything uh, uh, as far as a mortgage. Then you got the, the, where do you live? If he thinks it's a liability, probably wants to utilize the 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 uh, the, uh, the capital as far as the, uh, the equity in the house to do something else. I don't know. You know what? If you sold a house and where do you live? If rents are going up. I can sure. tell you right now. Oh, yeah. You're, you're probably not going to find a rent uh, someplace that's going to be less than your mortgage payment. I highly doubt that uh, in today's world. And I know that because I'm a landlord. So I, I know what the rents are going. And so I don't know. I, I think I think maybe sit down and have a heart to heart with your husband and uh, and figure out what the best road is. But I wouldn't put 50000 from the home equity to the stock market.
4: Right. If you want to have the conversation, 800-998-5649. And on that note, holy cow, Kevin, once again, we have come to the end of the show. Let's go ahead and invite folks to call one last time today.
3: Sounds great, Steve. For the next 10 people who call us right now, We're going to offer a complimentary financial review of your entire financial and retirement plan. There is no cost for this visit. It's simply a chance for you to get an education about your money so that you can make the best decisions for yourself moving forward. We found that most people don't have a true understanding of three basic things. They don't know how much money they're paying in fees and commissions. They don't know how much unnecessary risk they're taking with their nest eggs. And they don't understand the tax implications of their retirement savings. We will sit down with you and help you understand all of those issues. Many of our radio listeners who go through this process eventually become clients, but others don't. This process isn't designed to turn every listener into a client. It's just an extension of the education that we try to offer on the show. But we can't give specific advice for your unique situation on the radio, so this is an opportunity for you to get answers to some of your specific questions or maybe even answers to some questions that you didn't even know you needed to be asking. If you call right now and you're one of the next 10 callers, Not only will you get a financial review and second opinion package worth $499, but when you come in, you also get a copy of this brand new, hot-off-the-press special report that Coach Pete just released for radio listeners only. It's called the Retirement Alpha. It's a nine-page special report about building a solid retirement in a zero-interest environment. Now keep in mind, folks, the review alone is worth $499, but this report is invaluable and could save you hundreds or even thousands of dollars in taxes through retirement. So for the next 10 callers, we'll make some time in our calendar to visit with you and give you this complimentary financial roadmap. Hey
4: folks, don't miss this opportunity. This is the last time today we're going to invite you to call and get on the calendar. It's a a chance for you to really get that financial roadmap put together once and for all. Maybe you're looking for a second opinion. Yes, Kevin and the team at Frisbee and Associates can give you that true practical financial review call now, 800-998-5649. The next 10 callers will get that comprehensive financial review. You'll see where you are today, yes, but more importantly, you'll find that you've got a roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. So in short, you've got nothing to lose. Give us a call, 800-998-5649. Again, 800-998-5649. Kevin, as always, favorite hour of the week is right here. So much going on and
3: uh, great information. Flies by every single week, doesn't Steve. So yes. we talk about a lot of stuff. So if anybody's in a call, don't procrastinate, pick up the phone, give us a call. We will call you back within an hour of the show ending. We promise that.
4: Far enough. And again, thanks for listening, everybody. We really do appreciate it. And we're going to be back again next week with new topics, new questions and more right here on Financial Safari with Kevin Frisbee.
1: Coach
2: P Radio Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are for the usage of information discussed Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action